This isn't Ralph. The what I'm wearing? How what do you think this is? F- fucking gap kids. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fucking the way you said it makes it sound like it's not gonna be something good. It's not it's not gap kids. It's um uh Calvin Klein circa two thousand and ten. Oh, okay. Twenty ten Calvin Klein. Old dude. This is an old sweater. I was a sophomore in high school. I hadn't cut my hair off yet. Mm-hmm. I was dreaming of one day losing my virginity, and I still had like three years until it was going to happen. Wow, that's a long time to dream. I know. No, well, I dreamed for a lot longer than three years. I dreamed for 18 years. When did you start thinking about it? That young? I mean, I definitely started thinking about like wanting to have a girlfriend at like a very young age. Yeah. Like, of I definitely was like, of I mean, romantic movies tainted all of our views of our sure. future. Sure. I think I really started thinking like, there, I remember there was a specific age, and this is such a stupid thought, because I really don't even know if it's true or not, but I do remember there was an age where I thought to myself, man, like, I know my dad probably lost his virginity way younger than me at this point, and I feel like such a pussy around the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I need to go get some fucking <laughs> pussy so I can be a fucking man. Yeah. And then, uh, and then yeah, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. That's fine. That's a normal age, but I think it's I think a normal age. 18, yeah. 19, you're on the cusp, and then 20, it's starting to get a little... Well, you're in college or not, and uh, yeah, exactly. it's harder. It's harder. You, you want to show up and... No, because if you're in college, the opportunity will present itself. Whether That's you're, true. Whether you're completely unfuckable Whether or you're not. willing to fuck a guy or not. <laughs> whether, whether you're willing to say, you know what? Yeah. I had a period in my life when I was like... I think I was like 15, 16... Maybe even 17, because I feel like it would make more sense when I was older, where I really was like, wow, I still haven't gotten a girlfriend. Am I gay? Wow. And it was yep. like, it was purely based on like lack of women, not yep. attraction to men, because yep. plot twist, not gay. Yes. But I was like, I remember there was a specific period of time where I was just like, I don't know, like, fuck, maybe I'm just gay. It's <laughs> just like, that's the kind of thing you talk yourself Dude, up into when you're young. 100%. When you, like, don't know. And I literally remember, like, watching gay porn and being like, no. Nah. No, dude. Just not into just it, Just not. It, it, maybe I'm just a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not, a, you're not a bitch. And may, Not uh, anymore. No, you never were. Uh, but the, I honestly feel like the world is trying to push you, not you, but most all men like they're like hey are you sure they're like, they're constantly checking are you sure you're not gay oh yeah a hundred percent i don't especially go- living in los angeles <laughs> yes like los angeles your friend example. has a birthday at blazing saddles before that went away flaming saddles What's blazing flaming? saddles is the movie right yes flaming good movie. saddles is closed now but what used to be the most fun gay boy gay boy Gaybor. Gaybor? Yeah, that's what we used Pumba. to call him. Gaybar. Pumba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a boar. Yeah. Gaybar in West Hollywood. Yeah. I remember going to a party there and being like, this is so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's a blast. But then you can just go when you're not gay. Turns out. Turns out, everybody. You can. You Turns can be out. an ally. And that's us. Well, Are Chris I and know. I going to kiss on this episode? No. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't clip that. Everybody, hello, and welcome to the Pleasure Well Podcast. My name is Harrison Scopes. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Wakis, as always. We are very excited to be back and talk to you guys. It's just us. It's boys night. Hashtag boys night. Uh, we're talking about our sexuality. We've been we've been on a run on that for the last five minutes. Yeah. But we got plenty of other things to talk about. We also have, uh, we've both done some interesting shows in the last couple of weeks. We both have some interesting shows coming up. We got mm-hmm. some stories to tell, some limericks to reveal, and apparently we're watching a Little Caesars commercial, which is what I was informed of when I walked in the studio. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. And they're already giggling in the studio, so it must be odd. It's, Should we just get that out of the yeah, way? Yeah, let's do off the, the Little rip? Caesars commercial yeah, off I, the rip. I, Here we go. Little Caesar slices and sticks with half bacon cheese sticks, half pepperoni pizza is the world's greatest combination. <laughs> that guy cool. looks awesome. Is that a PBJ? What are you doing here? You're Ex- picking up for a friend, right? Ex-lover? I'm sorry, PBJ. Cheer. Great makeup. Try some for yourself. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. I called it. And for a little while, I was just like, is this just some more homoerotic stuff that yeah. I need to decide whether or not I like? Because the PB&J and the guy were getting real close in that commercial. That is. And honestly, we got to give credit to the booth there. Tori had that on deck. Not even my idea. I like the idea of them sitting in bed, watching something at night, YouTube oh, yeah. video, and then he just goes. 
That's the plan. Oh my god. <laughs> I want everybody that listens to think about us in bed while they're going. No, okay, sorry. We're no. going in different directions. No. Uh I, I in a way, yes. I want you to think if you see a how dare you or how dare you comes to mind, let me know and let's bother Harrison perpetually. For for as long as this podcast goes, I guess let's we're... waste his time. <laughs> With how dare you? I guess we're pretending like I'm bothered by the how dare you's and not like I love them. The first three you hated, and then you started no, getting no, no. really well, like, wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, that's, that's true. No, yeah. it became like a Trojan horse of how dare you, where yeah. I'm like, I cannot believe the lanes they've gone to. Oh, yeah. We're going through, and I mean, we've, people are involved. I believe that you're going to show up with a tattoo one day, and you're going to be like, you got to see my new tattoo, and you're going to peel it back, and it's just going to say, how dare you? (laughs) Oh, that's such a fucking awesome idea. Hey, if this podcast gets big enough, it'll be worth it, but it won't. I will do it even if the podcast doesn't get big enough. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's- What's the story behind that tattoo? Oh, well, you know, me and Uncle Harrison. Yeah, I have uh, have a, uh, what's that that called? I will just do limp it. penis. No, well, Sorry. currently, yeah, but it's the middle of the day, and I do, there's no reason. There's no reason to be, uh, um, what's that called? Um, at attention. Yeah. Yes, I, I, yes. I was trying to think of a fun, more fun way to say that. At attention, like saluting. You know, my penis is a navy man. What does that mean? <laughs> he can hold his breath for a long time. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I don't know. That's the best I could do. Nice. Guys, we're comedians. Occasionally, we think of subpar mediocre jokes on the spot. Occasionally, 90% All, of everything I've ever written. This is true. My is whole entire life. Garbage. Dude, I have a bit that I've been that I've been pounding out, and yep. it was inspired by this podcast. I told it here for we Chris and I have both talked about this. It's like we tell stories, and then afterwards, we're like, oh, wow, if we trim the fat on that story, could be a bit. It could be a bit. Yeah. So I have a bit that was a birth on this pod that I've been working on forever. Might be the longest I have ever gone with like a great bit with no perfect punch at the end. Oh, I, I think have, I know the bit. I have been digging, digging, and I think I might finally have it. I'm going to go work on it tonight. That's incredible. After this fucking episode. But I, it's, you know, the, the process, the, the worker's process of a comic, an interesting one. Yeah. I oh sit my in God. my car, I think for an hour about how to make a joke about the Columbine shooting, and then I go on with my life. <laughs> That's so funny, because I get on stage and do, I think about what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. and then I get on stage, I don't say any of that. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I like vaguely brush on all of these like very thoughtful things that I had. Sure. And then... Kind of be like, oh, that didn't work, and then I start doing riffing. And you start riffing, and then and then you end with one of the classics, and you're like, all right, we got to end. And then I, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here, and I got nothing done. Oh wow, I just got the light, and yeah. I haven't gotten a single laugh yet. Uh, yeah, that happens to me quite a lot. I got to tell you, yeah, so, tell me about. Oh, sorry. Well, no, what do you want to talk about? I was going to transition to talking about where you've been the last week into that part. Yeah, so, okay, done a couple. I've but, had a couple. But you of good can things. talk about whatever you want, Chris. Well, uh, well, I will just say I also do like I have a couple of new jokes that I'm working on. I'm trying to build some stuff uh, after having this first special come out. I got to build up another yeah. one and it, in a timely manner. So I'm really trying to crack some stuff. And uh, man, I got to tell you, like I know, like I'll go to a mic and it's you know well attended or whatever. I can get a laugh. Yeah, of course. But it's probably not going to be on my written material. Like sure. my material just dies, and then I have to save it. Yeah. And if I save it enough times, well, that save eventually becomes the punchline. Apparently, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just wish that I could take what I think is funny in my head and write it down and have it be funny. And really? Yeah. I mean, I obviously love the process, but yeah. I'm like, what is. What am I not getting? I I think I just got to rework every single premise I've ever <laughs> worked on because I'm like, I don't know why this isn't clicking, but who I think knows? If I go in and I say, this is going to be funny, it almost always gets something. Mm-hmm. Like if I believe in something and I've written it and I think this really is going to be, it's like something that I would bring to an audience, not just a mic. Yeah. It usually works on some level, mm-hmm. but whether or not it, Kills is yeah. kind of a process of well, and well, my whole thing, trial and error. Yeah, my whole thing is like if I'm do if I'm writing a bit, I have to like, like really f- 
like the emotion has to be there. Like I have to kind of feel passionately sure about it in yeah. order to be able to sell it. And I write jokes about shit that I think I'm passionate about, and then I get up there and I'm like, I actually don't. Give I a do fuck that about all this. the time. Yeah, all the time. I write a premise where I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, how does this match like what I do as a comedian? Exactly. I did this. I have, so- dude. Here, I'll go into my notes right now. Please, I'll look at some please. stupid premises that are like, oh yeah, dude. My fucking stand up. Notes I might be able to go back to too. like 2012, dude. Uh-huh. I have so much stupid shit in here. Yep. Let's see. I wrote down. I have a well. This is that one I do want to do. Oh, okay. I wrote this down the other day. I'm like, how do I ever make this a bit? I wrote down. I want to be the level of famous where someone gives me a free shirt and then the public is excited that I wore that shirt. <laughs> like, have you ever seen that? Where it's like. Where it's like Jonah Hill will get handed a shirt, and then like a week later he'll be wearing it, and the person will be like, "I gave him that shirt." Yes, yes. That, and then like, right. where, how am I going to work that into my act? It's I fucking, don't know. No, I will never will. You probably could. I probably could. But right, I mean, it, right now this just sounds really vain. I know exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I don't live in a movie because I don't want to date a girl whose dad is the sheriff. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? like? Because that's just like every what? movie is like, oh, the girl's fucking dad is the police officer. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like Girl Next Door, like yeah, 90s exactly. rom-com. Totally. That's, yeah, don't worry about that. I'm not. There's not, there's not enough sheriffs. And my girlfriend's dad is an orthodontist. No, a dentist, a dentist, a dentist. <laughs> oh, he's a dentist. Yeah, he's a dentist. I was at the, here's a bit that I, like, and I was at the dentist, I was at the dentist very recently. Okay. Um, And turns out I have five cavities and one of my crowns is not set right. No. So I got a bunch of issues, but- that's what you get if you don't go to the dentist for three years. I've been a dentist in like uh, six years. You should probably go. I know. It's uh, it's just a good I idea. I have insurance for everything except for dental insurance, yeah. and I'm a psycho about keeping my teeth clean. Yeah. I like three times a day brush really well, floss every day. Yep. Great. I'm a crazy. So I like to think I'm okay. <laughs> you probably are. Although, are you right or left-handed? I found this I'm up. right-handed. You're right-handed. Uh, this side of your mouth on the inside is probably not as clean as you think. You miss it. You miss it a lot. It's just a right-handed thing. I swap hands on brush. Do you really? Yes. That's honestly a very good idea. It (laughs) it keeps, like, okay, I kind of, like, most of the left side of my body doesn't work really well. Like, okay, watch this. Okay, do do you see this? Okay, now watch, watch me do it on this side. You are not actually trying to close that eye. I can't fucking do it. You would make a terrible pirate. If I was using this <laughs> if you, eye, if you, lost, if you lost that eye, are you kidding me? That's a, so, and like, okay. Do you have Bell's palsy? No, I know, but I can, I can do shit on this side, but I can't, I can only go one way. I can only do left eyebrow. Well, wait, why don't you look into the camera? Because I was looking at myself, because oh. that's what's more important I got it. being I got a narcissist. It. But so this, is, so this is what I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm so glad that you switch and use your left, because I yeah. also switch and use my left. Because out of fear that this side of my body is probably um, having a very slow stroke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. If you swim, do you just go in circles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah. Aren't we all? We're just doing laps. That's until true. We die. We're all just riding one cosmic wave, baby. There's yeah, only one. Right. How many waves have you ridden in your life? One. Oh, I've gotten up on a, Oh, okay, sure. It's all the same, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. Uh, what language? Sorry, is that? dude. So, it's Hawaiian beach chanting. You oh, wouldn't okay. know. You wouldn't know. I really wouldn't know. I was concerned <laughs> that it was like some devil <laughs> shit. Yeah, I welcome Satan into this podcast studio. Satan. All right, so I was at the dentist. <laughs> so here's a bit. We already did the bit. No, I don't. I do thought it. the bit was the fact that half of your body does. You're treating this like your stand up. You no, didn't even get to your problem. material. I can't even get to. This is the problem, dude. It's I it that that does drive me nuts, and I should probably write a bit about it. But uh, I um this is a bit I used to do about like I and I don't do it anymore because I I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't really get there. Uh, I am really self conscious, and I want people to feel comfortable around me. Um, I, I just want people to like me really bad, so I, I try hard. I was at the dentist the other day, and it's a very intimate moment. And the dentist had his hands in my mouth, and I, I wanted him to know that like I was cool with what was happening, so I was like, I'm having a really nice time. <laughs> and, uh, 
Then he uh, pulled his penis out of my mouth and asked me what was wrong. Uh, <laughs> but that's so du- it's, it's stupid. dumb. Yeah, it it's has, stupid. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. I try to avoid punchlines that are fake. I do I almost d- exclusively I tr- fake. I try I to up the ante. Yeah, I try to. I try to find something real because I find myself on stage not caring about what I'm saying if I'm saying something along the lines of like the dentist had his penis in my mouth, and it's yeah. like we all know the dentist didn't have his penis in yeah, my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm <laughs> sucking the, right the dentist eye. off, yeah. and uh, only wink yeah. with the right eye. Um, <laughs> just because that's the only. <laughs> all right. Well, here. So I sometimes it's, sometimes that's fun though. You can like ratchet it up. Cause yeah. It, okay. Um. This is a. Do you mind if I just do this? No, you don't mind. I Good. don't mind. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to work on this thing. Like I'm, I'm proud to be an American, uh-huh. and that always gets a laugh weirdly. And it yeah, shouldn't. because it's like uh, we're. I think we're beyond the age of proud to be, proud an, to be American. an American. Yeah, it's well, like I'm proud to be. Yeah, me. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really identify. I feel like a lot of people are in a in a place where it's like, I okay, don't... both political parties suck. Hmm. We're involved in a bunch of wars that don't mean anything to us mm-hmm. and are terrible. It's just like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm proud to be chilling. Yes. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm proud. To, yeah, exactly. But I'm in the bid. I'm yeah, proud yeah, to yeah. be an American. And, but only in America, not when we leave, like whenever I'm in Europe. Oh, yeah. Because Americans are really embarrassing. And I was in Europe. Um, I was there for like two weeks. I was starved for just some American interaction. And we were at the beach and we saw these girls uh, and they were like splashing around in the water. So we ran up to them, or we started walking to them. We were like, oh, we can hang out with them. And then one of the girls trips and falls, and her other girlfriend uh, looks at her and goes, huh, it's giving drowning. And then then we, yeah, right? And then, and so we're super embarrassed. We're like, oh my God, I can't believe these girls are American. So we drowned them. Do you I see like what that. I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I didn't drown them. Yeah, I know. But you ratcheted it up. I know. That's good. Is that like... okay? Yeah, totally. It's this funny. Is... Can I give you one other option? Yeah, totally. Because I'm flirting with this. Um, instead, it's, uh, so the girl goes, it's giving drowning. And then they turn and spot me and my wife. And we both look at each other. And then we go, boom, boom, clap. We are from Jamaica, man. And... <laughs> <laughs> Stick with the other one. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Because we don't want to be American. Yeah. I th- uh, I see. I think the Boombaclot thing is. I think hilarious. that. I, I think the Jamaican one is gonna get laughs like the seedier the audience. But if once you're in like an uptight crowd, they're gonna be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. I think people get mad that I'm doing Jamaican yeah, voice. Or yeah, something. totally. But that's the bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, we all saw Cool Runnings. We've all done the voice. I should have said, yeah, maybe put Cool. I don't know. I got a laugh from the. I got a bigger laugh on the booth during the Jamaica than the drowning. But that's all. That's kind of like the same thing as when you get laughs from comics just because they know you're saying horrible shit. That's a good. Are you guys? How do you do? You guys identify as comedians? No. 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 no, but they're they're like a known audience though. They mm-hmm. also know us. Like they, if yeah. I get up, if I come in here and I say something fucking heinous, they're gonna probably laugh just based on the fact of like my friend is saying something terrible on a yeah. podcast. Yeah, I don't think they would consider you a friend. Uh, but that's true. <laughs> they- that's true. I I do pay them to be here. <laughs> If you want to just pull the veil off of all of this, all of what we're doing, do you guys want to see the analytics for the podcast? Not they're they're not great. Uh, they're getting better. They're well, not we got, really. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it ebbs. Speaking of being uh, American out of the country, yes, I learned this the other day. One of the first things that the FBI and the CIA will teach you if you are a foreign operative undercover is not to lean on things. Apparently, it's very American to when you're chilling, like lean on a wall or lean on the table yeah. or whatever. It, they call it the American lean. It's one of the easy ways. It is to, it's one of the ways to spot Americans overseas. Why is that? Because I don't know. we are comfortable? Maybe. More invested in comfort than appearances you're never gonna We're see a russian so... dude leaning a russian dude is always gonna be fucking tracksuit stiff yeah well tracksuit stiff what are you ironing your are you starching your tracksuit <laughs> they're stiff in a tracksuit they're independent oh, they're stiff in a tracksuit they're suit. stiff also wearing a tracksuit yeah the mannequin was designed after after the, the russian, russian man yes <laughs> the russian man it can i i wonder if that's how they say it I'm a man, again, but in Russian. I, you know what I mean. Do it in Jamaican. Do it. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> 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 I keep, oh, like you're I'm, just giggling. <laughs> why am I? Oh, right, uh, mannequin. I'm. What am I? What am I? Santa Claus? That was not Santa Claus. Oh, like, <laughs> am I an elf? <laughs> am I an elf? I'm. I, I don't know what I am. Uh, oh, I'll tell you one thing. If I saw you coming down my chimney, I drown you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback, and, and that's how you do them. That's folks. that's how you do it, guy. That's how you. That's how you do it. Well, and yeah, okay, and we're obviously you keep the fact that we're working on these bits in, um, but I. Uh, we should not clip that because I want to do that bit. I want to make that bit a thing. Sure. You don't yeah. have to tell me twice. Okay, I won't. Uh, but we can transition into some shows. Sure. Uh, so this last... You were in past- San Francisco. I went to San Francisco. Uh, for Where they tested your sexuality yet again. Yet again. Every time. Every time. They every say, Chris, t- come on. Everywhere you Suck go. Suck a little penis. One of my friends is going through a breakup, and uh-huh. he's been... He's been uh, He's sad, and he's been talking to me, you know, looking for uh, a guiding light. And I've just decided to not be helpful and continuously tell him to just be gay. <laughs> and, and that's the only thing I'll say to him when he talks. Because he's, like, broken up with this girl two or three times, and it's like, I'm, oh I'm always there for him. And yeah. now I'm just like, dude, just give cock a try, dude. Yeah. Come on. I bet you if he does it once, he'll go right back to that girl. And he'll, <laughs> he's gonna he'll be, like, be like, I should be with you forever because that was not worth it. Uh, (laughs) all right san francisco (laughs) san francisco and i'm not saying it's not worth it to be gay it's totally worth it if you're into that sort of thing it's not worth it to be fake gay to appease your stupid comedian friend who's telling you to be gay right that yeah that well although if you claim to be be funny if you're doing it for the bit could be hilarious. It's hilarious. Also, the ultimate no homo is I did it for the bit. Yeah. It just, yeah, to be like, I'm just, that'd be. That's, that's what my grinder profile says. I'm, in, I'm here for the bit. That's Borat. That's hilarious. That's Borat. That, I feel like I washed over that. That's so <laughs> funny. No. I'm not. just here for the bit. Uh, I'm just here for the tip. Eh, it doesn't matter. I'm not here for right. the clit. That's good. That's something. Um, that's Borat level commitment. To oh, be yeah. gay for the bit for like a year, dude. I saw Bruno with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. It was because my mom was like the cool mom that would take us all to see Jackass, and that was always fun. Mm-hmm. And she took us to see like one and two, and then when three came out, we were all like half of us were old enough to get in, and we could have got in on our own. But she still came because it was like tradition. It was like very sweet and fun, right? Mm-hmm. And she took me and like my best friend to go see Borat, which was fine. And then me and that same friend we're like oh the sequel and we went to go see fucking bruno yep oh my god and it was like my mom was really cool so it wasn't like it was like miserably awkward like if you went with the wrong parent but it was just like so inappropriate and we were all were like uh and then i remember we went to pick up sticks after and we all sat down ordered our food and we were just like man that was rough wasn't yeah. it like we all just admitted what after your, that it was your, bad. what did your mom say was she like she was just like i probably shouldn't have taken you guys to see this movie yeah <laughs> my okay. mom was funny dude she okay. was like i she was like whatever it's done yeah. now that's great and i'm glad you had that experience i can't believe you went through borat with her two pimps no hoes borat There's... that was not uh like it, borat didn't feel like my mom was really cool borat was fine borat was like a goof it's not nearly as sexually it was not nearly as explicit as bruno and also bruno wasn't as funny so it was like yeah well it's probably less funny because you were watching it with your mom or funnier or yeah or (laughs) we don't know that's the thing just if you're gonna do terrible things or embarrassing things uh do them for the bit just claim you're doing it for the bit that's my advice yeah yeah my life advice is don't do anything in earnest, get married <laughs> for the bit. <laughs> your first words to your daughter are going to be, "Hey, this was this is the greatest punchline ever." Yeah, why do you? Yeah, I'm having. I. It's she's not, for. <laughs> she's. It's a bit. You got to keep your career going somehow, guys. Yeah, I. That's what happened. I uh, decided I was going to film a special, yeah. and then was worried about if I would have more material after the special was done. So I got my wife pregnant, shot the special, and you you get it. Perfect. Yeah. Did I derail you with no. Bruno? It no, so we're in San Francisco. Okay, and uh, Bruno's there. Yeah, no, Bruno. Well, I'm, doesn't matter. We're in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, had a great time. SF Sketch Fest. Highly recommend. Please go like see the shows. Whatever. I was stoked to be there to be on a show. 
I had two shows up there. Uh, one of them was in Oakland, Comedy Oakland. Great room um, run by a buddy of mine named Ira. Super, super fun. Um, there's like 60 or 70 people there. And I, he was like, I got there like, you got 15 minutes. And I had people come to see me. And do you ever, get, have we talked about this before? If there's people in the audience that I know, I get spooked. Yeah, you get spooked when they're, uh, the only thing that ever gets me on my toes is when there's people in the audience that have never seen me do well. Yes. All I have to do is kill in front of you once. Yes. And then it's like we can always, we all know that I can do it, right? But yep. if you like happen to bomb yep. in front of somebody that's seeing you for the first time, you know it. It's like I have a, I have a mental inventory of mm-hmm. everyone that's ever come to see me. Mm-hmm. I know if you've come to see me or not, and I know how I did. So I, so... By all accounts, I did not stink, but I stunk for me. And, sure. And it might even be worse than I think I did because I got off stage and I haven't watched the video. I'm too nervous. That's why you always got to have. You're going you're gonna to feel better once you watch the tape, man. Okay, but I go up to the woman who came to the show that I know that has never seen me before. She's a relative. And she was like, it's just so brave that you got up there at all. Oh. And I was like, oh, I suck. Oh, I'm the worst comedian. And then, and I did race bits in Oakland, and they were like, no. And then uh, the headliner gets up, and he's also awesome. Uh, but he goes, yeah, the last comic did a bunch of race stuff. Uh, I'm going to do some race stuff that works. Oh, <laughs> it's, and I'm totally, I'm totally paraphrasing and putting it out of context. That he's awesome. But uh, he fucking killed, and he actually said that I had a good set, too, and that I just... You know, sometimes I, they weren't with me. Um, that was tough. And I, so I was like, I left that show. I was like, damn, that was really bad. Well, I'm probably going to bomb SF Sketch Fest. So I just let, I was like, it doesn't matter what happens. Just fuck it. We're all going to die. And then I'm end up, I end up closing out that second show. And I have a killer set. Yeah. I fucking brought him back up. But nobody was there to see you. But nobody was there. <laughs> and it's not immortalized in anyone's memory. Nobody cared. I did, although there was a, there was like a Lithuanian guy. I'm My last name is Lithuanian. Okay. There's a Lithuanian guy in the second show's audience. Uh, and he was like, oh, I love your stuff. Super funny. I'm doing a terrible, this is not a good accent. But he took They me, never are. They took me for a beer. And so we had a, we had a beer. And then, then I went home. That was it. So this story, okay, t- correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. And I'm going to say something negative about the people in your life. Sure, sure, sure. I feel like you have a very negative reinforcement support system. You are always reporting back that the people in your life are, like, critical of you, don't yep. like what you do, give yep. you all these notes on this, that, and the other, all yep. the things. that. And I don't know if it's just because you only hear the negative. That's it. Or is it that the people in your life are like the worst, most piece of shit, non-supportive people ever, dude? They are. Some of them are bad, <laughs> but 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 most of them say very nice things. I get the the Oreo method. Nice yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. Nice mean improvement. Nice. Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just don't hear any of the cookie. I only take the filling, uh. and that's that's my own thing. Uh, it's dumb, and it's I shouldn't be that way. But you shouldn't. I'm working on I'm it. I'm here to I'm here to support you. I'm, I'm here to tell you you're great. We're working on it, and that your family sucks. No, my family's <laughs> my family's good. I was like, well, not to. I'll just do. I keep going. We're doing all my topics, so I feel really bad. But my dad is actually incredibly supportive of all his kids' artistic expression. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like support the mediums like. He's like, oh, I'm not really that into comedy. That's like oh, my life. My dad work. is the worst. Yeah. Alex, I'll, I'll talk to you about this. Yes, yeah, I, I would love to. to. And yeah, so he's like, I'm not really that into comedy. And when I was making music, rap music, uh-huh. he was like, that shit is not for me. And my brother actually got suspended from school for making a diss track once. And <laughs> That's my, awesome. That's yeah. the coolest reason to get suspended. Yeah. And, uh, and, my dad goes into the office and he is like, I don't like what the song represents, but I respect. And will defend my son's right to artistic expression. Oh, okay. And he, so he was like, "I'm not gonna like, punish I'm not gonna punish him for getting his feelings out in in artistic. Like that's that's what you do. That's right. the freedom it's better than of starting speech a fight. Thing exactly right. Um, although 
I have heard the song and it's defamatory. <laughs> You're like the song is pretty rough. Yeah, and I love my brother. He's probably not listening. Um, I'd love to play the diss track. No, nah, we, we can't. It's, it's long gone. I mean, I'm sure there's a copy out there, but I might have it on Snapchat. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I really appreciate that about my dad. Yeah. Uh, um, so most people are supportive. Good. Yeah. My dad hates stand-up comedy. Oh, I knew it, dude. He fucking hates it and he likes incredible stand-up comedy why does he come to the live shows? you know like if i take him if i take him to see bill burr he likes it oh, he has fun yeah, right yeah. but he can't find the nuance in enjoying and i understand it like i see so much bad comedy i do some of it you know like i yeah, know sure. i get it i get it but he cannot like switch his mindset to go to one of my shows and just like support me and find something to like about some of the other people he dude so the other day he must have hated our taping no he liked the taping okay he really liked the taping because the taping was all of us doing our best shit doing well the taping was professional taping was what he likes okay he liked the tape I mean, it was not Bill Burr's status. No, it was not Bill Burr's status, but it was four good comics doing their best shit. Yes. Working hard. I agree. You know, a lot better than, you know, the worst people that are on these random shows with me. Yeah, you don't want to go to the, um, I don't want to even yeah, say I know. Place. So so I, uh, I had a show in uh, Anaheim mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and I showed up, and there was, like, nobody there, and... You know, I drove really far for it, and I was a little bit bummed. But there was a comic that I really respect on the lineup, so I was, like, happy to hang with him and talk comedy. And uh, eventually, you know, eight people sauntered in. When I got there, there was this gigantic courtyard full of, like, 100 people. And I was like, oh, this show's about to be lit. And it was, like, a battle of the bands that was happened to be happening next door on the night that they do. Because apparently, normally, their other show is better. So I showed up. You know, there's, like, eight people there. And... But it just wound up being like kind of a good show still because yeah. for one, there's only four comics on the lineup and then we were all good. But also it was just an audience that was down for it. Like it wasn't an L.A. crowd. So I got that like, yes, even though it was eight people, it was fun. Right. So then mm-hmm. like two days later, I have another show in Hollywood and like 25 people are there, which was not a very good turnout for this club. But uh-huh. it was like, OK. And this is the show my dad came to recently. Oh, Jesus. And it was rough, dude. I'm sure. It was a rough show. Dude, it was so rough that the first comic <laughs> on the lineup was like, I, I'm really, really, I know I've said this before on the pod. I really strongly believe in never blaming the audience. I mm-hmm. believe every show, there's someone that could kill in that room. Your job is to try. If you're failing, it's your fault. I yeah. don't believe in blaming the audience. I never do it on stage. I'll talk shit off stage, but on stage, I'm never like, you guys don't are fucking, what's wrong with you guys? I do it almost every set. I never do that. I'll the, be like, respectfully, this is your fault. That's my best But that, that is kind of funny. You're yeah. doing it in like a funny way, and you're also good enough that it's like fine, but it's like sometimes it's not, right? Yeah. So the other day, the first comic went up, and he was like really talking shit, and he was opening the show. And it was so bad that the host had to get, the host had to get up. I'm not saying he was so bad, but I'm saying like the, ta- the blame in the audience was that so bad. Early, that early, you can't do that. That the host came up and had to be like, it's okay if you guys don't laugh. You know, don't feel bad. <laughs> laugh if you think it's funny. And that was so funny to me. Yeah. Just being like, it's so funny that he had to do that. And then, of course, of course, my dad was there. And he and I was like fourth on the lineup. And my dad, I, I walked my dad. He fucking... <laughs> 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 he he stayed for my set and then he fucking left. Oh and my god! It was just so it was just so funny. And it's good that my my dad has you know seen me perform a lot at this point. So it, I don't care if he's I, I was doing all new material. It was kind of a tester show, but it was a new material night for me. For you? For me? Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was all it was. It was I did one old minute to close and then eight new minutes. Woof! To do the whole thing did and it was it actually went pretty out well. Of it if they weren't into it, I actually did. Pretty well. I'd say I got the bronze medal for the show. I'd say I did the third best. My buddy like killed, and he's actually pretty new. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting something in my eye. I'm fucking dying here. Yeah, that's okay. Um. Uh, but uh, we have no time I, for this. I know. <laughs> but I did. I did pretty well. So I didn't. I didn't by any means bomb. But it just wasn't like you know, it wasn't great. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I mean, it's good to. You got to try stuff out. You like. It, 
Everyone you have to. Just, Everybody says just, you got to take chances. All the big guy, all right. the fucking people. And it's like, that was what I wanted to do going into the show where I was like, I need to learn how to punch these bits up to make them as good as my old shit mm -hmm. because I'm really hell bent on having a new 15 minutes once I release my special and mm -hmm. I pretty much have it. I'm mm -hmm. just like finalizing all of it, which is what I'm trying to do tonight is I'm like taking what I learned from that show and then applying it to the fucking. It's all about like you really if you you really have to just trust yourself. Like you think oh, you have yeah. a bit, stand on it, you know, get out there, do it. Yes. If it fails, if it's good find enough. a way out. And if you can't find a way out, then what the fuck are you doing on that show? You know? Or you just die, and that's fine, too. Um, dying is not always the worst. Sometimes it's just, yeah, oh, well. Like dying on stage or in or for uh, real? No, I mean, I've never died in real life. But uh, yeah, on, on stage, sometimes I'm like, sometimes, sometimes it bothers me. Yeah. But sometimes I'm completely like, whatever. It bothers me every time, and I, it really shouldn't. I shouldn't care. But anyway, doesn't matter. Um, we got a lot of other stuff to get to. Let's see. So Sketchfest was good. I went to the dentist. Uh, what did you want to? Oh, when's did you do this headlining gig? No, I have my first like real headlining gig next month. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, on the sixteenth, February sixteenth. That's uh, where is it? Uh, in Indio. So like down by Coachella. Oh, I thought it was in India. No, if I was <laughs> like, doing a headlining gig in India, nobody's going. No, dude, I'd sell a billion out. people. I'd, I'd sell out. Of... <laughs> There's a billion people. Nobody's going. I couldn't sell 14 tickets in India. Uh... <laughs> Probably not, dude. I don't <laughs> know. I feel like if there was like an oh god, we you know what we gotta look up. Com... Can you guys look up indie comedy clubs in India? Can you guys see what what that looks like? Real Ver, quick? Okay, so Verdas is Verdas. God, I hope Verdas is Indian, but he's so funny. This is a comic. Yeah, he's a comic. He's I just, a huge. I'm just, comic. I'm just curious what like the hottest comedy club in India is like. Top Cat Retired Comedy Top Club. Top Cat Retired Comedy Club. That seems like a misuse of words. Retired? I want to see a comedy show in India. This is now like a new weird thing that I've become attached to. Yeah, I've had a couple of... <laughs> just because we said this. Just because we brought it up, and now my brain is like, I gotta know. I've had a couple of friends... I wonder if they'd let me get up. They probably would. I mean, you just gotta get out there and find out. I mean, it's just a matter of, like, do people in this area speak English? Yeah, that's the thing, is the language barrier thing. But apparently... It's not like music. No. You can't just go... <laughs> My play. rhythm is not going to fucking... I'm not going to get laughs on it. Maybe. That kind of made me chuckle. I could do that. If if I go somewhere and they don't speak English, I could... Anyway, yeah, I have my first headlining gig. I'm excited. It's like they're paying me you know, actual money. They let me bring an opener. That's awesome. So I'm stoked. I'm really, I'm really excited. I get to do pretty much as much time as I want. Yeah. What and it's get? just going to do I'm just 45? Happy. No, no, no. I'm going to do like 25. Nice. Very cool. Because they have more people on the lineup and it's like somebody's birthday. It's like their like big show they're doing for their birthday mm -hmm. and they wanted to book somebody from LA. Uh, so I'm, I'm like ecstatic. It's for somebody's birthday. It's like a show that they do normally uh -huh. down there. But it is one of the people that produces it. It's their birthday show. Got it. Right. So okay. they, they, it's someone that I know through an old friend. Dude, careful with the bird. I mean, it's going to go great no matter what. Uh, and it might not. I mean, whatever. But uh, careful with the birthday shows. I only say this because I had to drive, I don't know, like maybe an hour and a half south once mm -hmm. um, for a birthday show. I got, did you help me get this gig? I don't know. Maybe. Was it at a, uh, it was, um, like a burlesque, half burlesque? No. Okay, so it was half burlesque show, mm. and then well, that alone is like mm. at a birthday, mm. and I think there was also a magic act, and then I did ten minutes of straight stand up, and they hated me <laughs> because it was like it was like, you know, T and A. Right, right, right. Me. Yep. T and A and magic. And then magic bookending it, <laughs> and I'm and I'm pretty sure it was like one of the most entertaining drag queens of all time for whatever reason was the host, and yeah, so I just yeah. kind of died on a vine, and yeah, and it was a birthday show. It was well attended. I didn't say anything about the birthday girl because I just I well, did I'm my not, act. I'm not as worried about like, it I'm because married, not to this person, but <laughs> I'm not as worried about it because this is like a stand-up show that happens every month That's anyway, good. and it's only stand-up. That's good. It's not like it's like at a house. Okay. You yeah. know, it's like 
a show. Okay. So I, I just get to probably be like happy Great. birthday Great. and then fucking and I'm not gonna write birthday material. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say I'm fucking headlining. I'm doing my shit. No. Yeah. Do your shit. Be comfortable. Obviously, you you already know what to do. I had a I headlined headline is such a I went last, but I also did do 20 minutes. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what um, I was gonna say. It's like we've all headlined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah, at this uh, down in Costa Mesa this week. I think it, it might have been Wednesday. It might have mm-hmm. been Saturday. I don't remember. But um, I was down there, and I was like, this doesn't matter. Just rise to the occasion. It was it, and Pressure builds the diamond. Yeah, but and but the thing is, it's all, I was like, the, I'm going to have more fun not worrying about it. And I went up, and I, I riffed a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was the stuff that, like, my act, I fell back on my act. And it, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, always good. That's when the you find best. it's like when we talk on this podcast about things we didn't plan on talking about. That's the best. The first ten minutes of this episode, dude, we didn't plan it. No, we, we just did, got on a roll. We haven't planned most of that. We're actually segueing very nicely through everything that we need to talk. about. Thank you for saying. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the people that listen at this point enjoy that element yeah, of this. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I agree. Uh, see, I'll, that's we do. I do something you hate often enough, wear you down, you start to love it. True. That is. That's just your comedy in general. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's actually. You're so right. Oh my god. Um, it's also marriage. Uh, it's just everything. It's just you know yeah. what you know what you need to learn. You need key. to learn how to wear the other person down. Yeah. Don't tell my wife that. She can hear. Hey, you're the one who said it, not me. She could. No. Okay. You're right. Uh, All right. That's great. Headlining gig. Everybody go see Harrison in Indio. Nobody's going to come, but uh, I'll be sure to tell you guys how it goes. And uh, people are going to come. Nobody from this podcast. I actually do have a friend that might go down because he loves an excuse to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. So he was like, he was just like, let me know. And then I'll, I'll try to take a vacation. And I was like, that's awesome. Cool. Palm Springs, good town. I think, uh, I it's think a, yeah, it's a great place to relax. Yeah, for sure. So they have a lot of cacti, saguaros. Saguaro. So good. No, not like that. Saguaro. See, how come you're allowed to do voices? Because I'm better at them. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I don't think of rolling the R as a voice. We yeah. can do, you can do Hispanic, I think. I think you can, I think, because, well, I always <laughs> say, like, if you grew up in California, you're kind of Mexican anyway. So I feel like I, every single friend I have in the world is kind of Mexican. I, what? What? Wait, what? Like, uh, like I say that jokingly. That's like some conquistador I, Well, I, no, I say that jokingly, but also truly, like, uh, most of my best friends my whole life were Hispanic. I fucking grew up in Southern California. Yeah, I'm just stuck on the kind of Mexican. What do you mean by kind of? Well, you know, kind of Mexican? They're a, little, they're a little whitewashed. They're half and half sometimes. They Okay, so it, it yeah. is an ethnic thing. You're not like, all my friends work really hard. Or, no, no, no. It's not. I'm not being. I'm not being stereotypical about them. I'm just oh, saying, okay. like they are. Okay. A lot of my friends are, percentage wise, 23andMe confirmed. Ancestry.com Mexican, slightly Mexican. I did not know that Nate Adamski was Mexican. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of him to chop up into little pieces. So I'm <laughs> sure there's a small yeah, percentage. He sure. actually is, I think, a little bit Spanish. Oh my god. Well, Spanish isn't Mexican, but you know, we're yeah, we're, ta- we're taking what we can. Yeah. I don't got. think I'm any. I don't think I'm Mexican. No, you're not. But we're also not friends. Yeah, we <laughs> like like the booth. We're paid to be here. Yeah, <laughs> Chris and I also exchange <laughs> currency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you think we buy all of our white sweaters? <laughs> Why was that the funniest thing I said? It's just dumb. That's, I know. I love you. Dumb. Like dumb. You like dumb. I love dumb. That's I like why you it. love me. I like, yeah, I love insightful stuff, but I also love really dumb stuff. That's like my favorite. Yeah. People that don't take themselves very seriously. Yeah. Because it's like, that. I don't do that. And I've tried. You take to, yourself so seriously. So serious. So seriously, oh, dude. Serious. If you were a graham cracker, uh huh. You'd take yourself really seriously. <laughs> okay. I uh, this is just a funny story from when I was younger. So my favorite car ever made okay. is a Porsche Carrera GT. Pull yeah, it, cool. Pull car. it up. Yeah. Pull it up. It's like it's the first like Porsche hypercar that they made in 2005. Yeah, I fucking love that car. I had to do an art project that year. Pointillism. You know what pointillism is? It's like when you make a painting out of a bunch of little dots. Yeah, there it is, baby. Yeah, that's a nice looking car. Uh, that's a Porsche. Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, we and have I, similar tastes. And I made an art piece out of this car with like 25,000 points. little points, right? So one day I'm driving home with my mom. We're driving up the side street that leads to my house and on the side of the road parked. Sorry. She typed. She, pointillism. She was typing pointillism, but I she forgot the P and I thought she typed typed oinkalism. <laughs> It's just, it's just paintings made out of little piggies. <laughs> Imagine it's different. All those points were little pigs. Pig emojis. It, it looks different, like it could be. Different shades. So I'm driving up the street, and my mom goes, isn't that the car that you love? Mm-hmm. And my guttural reaction is to go, no, mom. And then I look over, and I'm like, holy shit. It's a Carrera GT. Right? This is so fucking cool. So... uh I remember calling my dad on the phone and being like, you got to come down the street to see this car. And he's like, I'm eating a sandwich. And I remember, this was like when I was too young to say fuck in front of my parents, but I remember saying, it's a Porsche fucking Carrera GT. And I remember thinking, oh, is my dad going to get mad at me? But in that moment, he was just like, saw how excited I was and was like, all right, I'll be there in a little bit. Hell yeah. So we pull over. I walk up to the car. The guy that owns the car is on the side of like a bunch of other dudes. And from my Dad, perspective, it's a yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. And from my perspective, it was like a bunch of grown-ups hanging out, right? Okay. But what it really was was it was like the guy that owned the car was like 35. Okay. And the kid it was a bunch of high school seniors. It was like a bunch of high school football players. Mm-hmm. And so we all we pulled over, we talked to him about the car forever. He's like, oh, you know, I take you for a ride in the car, but your parents probably wouldn't want you to. And I was like, yeah, no, they won't let me, but that's okay. Like, I just want to take, I just love the car. He let me, like, sit in it, start it up. Like, it was one of my, like, most cherished, uh-huh. like, childhood memories, right. right? But my parents, after the fact, were like, that's kind of weird that that guy was there with all these high schoolers. Yes. Like, is he the drug dealer? Like, what's going on, right? And it was just, it was just booming. This is weird. And it was just one of those things that, of course, there was a weird air to it, but it was always just a funny story. Yeah. Years later, my dad gets a paper, and in the paper, it says, man convicted of pedophilia uses his supercars to lure young children. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking worked dude impeccable execution oh, yeah. i was primed and ready to be molested dude i <laughs> was so excited but of course my parents were smart and they didn't let me go for a ride with the guy right but like what a crazy thing to see you know after kind of being like that was weird uh-huh being everything being validated if you got if you if booth if you look up um a uh, guy that oh. owns tanning salons i was gonna try to because your finger was in camera i was gonna try to grab it Gotcha, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Uh, if you look up, like, Supercar uh, owns tanning salons convicted of whatever in Conejo Valley, it, it might come up. You might be able to pull up a picture of this guy. But, it, yeah, because you talked about, like, oh, I afford this because I own these tanning places. Uh-huh. And, it was just, and so I've brought this up. This guy owns t- tanning booths? Yeah, that's, like, I guess how part of how he owned his, or made his money. Uh-huh. And I've brought this up. I brought this up. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. I brought this up like a not even like a couple months ago to somebody from the area, and they literally go, "Oh yeah, it was." No, not this. What did you search? Wait, Tanning what was it? Owner. Oh yeah, it was. What? What you were saying? You stopped. <laughs> I don't know. Right I got in the middle of a climax. Oh my 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 buddy was. I told him this story, and he goes, "Oh yeah, it was that guy." He knew his name. He was like known amongst the community. Yikes. As the fucking yep. sports car. More people come forward. Molest. Yes. Yes. Tanning booth. Yes. 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 The top one. The top one. Yes, that's the guy on the left. That's him, dude. This fucking dude. Wait, that second that's, one? That, no, that, yeah, it's the same dude. And why is Gary Busey in there? Because his name's Gary. Because <laughs> his name's Gary. His name yeah, is Gary. Wait. I know, but that really does not bode well for Gary Busey. I also, know. Also, do you see how the left side of his face droops a little lower? Yes. That's kind of where my face is headed, and I'm pretty You don't look anything it. like this fucking No, creep. I know, but I can't use this side of my face correctly. Oh, that's, that's true, yeah. Trying. You are you are, in ba- you are off balance a little bit. Yeah. That's actually a wild callback to the beginning of the up. Yeah, how did we manage to do that? Now I'm looking for the photo I'm... of me standing next to this car. And because him. it's so funny. He no, he's not in the photos. I probably, wish he was. Frame. I wish he was. He was yeah. jerking off, off the, out of frame. That's uh, so funny. 
I yeah okay. I mean we'll we'll put this up a little bit on the on the yeah. This guy scares me, dude. Dude, he scares me. Oh, here it is. I got the picture. Great. What are you gonna do? Put it in camera? Yeah, I think. I yeah. don't know. Is this this work? Well, yeah. Oh. Primed and ready. Oh, dude. Yeah, there's my mom in the background with like some shirtless high school football players <laughs> that he was probably trying to get in their pants. Crazy, dude. Ridiculous. Crazy. That is, I mean, you're so lucky. That, I know. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Uh, what a fucking, what a, dude, what a weird, just one of those things where like the room went, and I remember I was in a Barnes and Noble when I found out about the fucking, yeah. Like I just, for some reason, because of course, of course the story's funny, but also there is the element of like, oh, you never know, like, Ooh. Yeah, anybody, yeah, like how close I flew to the sun. Anybody with my nice wax wings almost melted could be a pedophile. I have a nice car. Yeah, but is it Porsche Carrera GT? No, <laughs> it's not that nice. There you go. I'm in the clear, baby. In the all right, clear. tell me about your upcoming. Uh, so I just I don't know. I've wanted to tell that well, story on Pod for like six episodes. So I'm glad I finally got to tell it. I'm glad you got to tell it. And it's, it's really the picture good. really brings it all together. The picture is hilarious. I love your stance. In the picture, I know it's like, kneeling. dude, it's like cool, yeah. hot, ready, fresh, yeah. young, it's, nubile. It's fun, yeah. Nubile <laughs> is funny. It's funny because you're like, you're taking a picture next to this car, but you so clearly don't own that car. Do you know? Well, I'm what, fucking ten. I know. <laughs> of course, it wasn't my car. I just thought it was cool. I wanted a picture. But that's always been my thing. I'm like, I never had a big fascination with cars uh, when I was a kid because I was like, these mean nothing to me. What well, I can do, ride sense. in passenger? Do you want to know something so weird? I've always loved cars. Yeah. And when I first started to drive, when I was 16, I remember thinking, oh, I'm a shitty driver. I have to find a new thing to love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I became you know, a good driver, and then I fucking yeah. stayed with my passion. But for a while there, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten, I'm, I get more and more into cars the older I get, because I'm driving more, but I sure. don't care. I'm, I'm, really, just, I'm really into cars. We could, just, I could do a fucking car podcast. Let me pull up, I'll just pull up my favorite car real yeah. quick. I can drive stick. That's like, that's like my uh, hell yeah. Uh, one of my saving graces. Uh, one of the few qualities of you that prove you're a man. Yeah, helps me keep my man card. Yeah, which gets taken away a lot. Um, pro the Ferrari California 2010. That's your favorite car. Yeah, that's, that's like car. known as the worst Ferrari. Like yep. widely considered. Yeah. Well, it's the most affordable. Uh, Interesting. It's the most affordable Ferrari. Red it has to be red. That's the most okay. affordable. I'm gonna show you the car they replaced this car with, and we're gonna see if you like it more. Uh, it also has to be a convertible. Yeah, that's basically it. Yep, that's it. I like that car a lot. Interesting. Look up Ferrari Roma. I've heard about the Roma's like two million dollars. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's the cheapest one now. It's like two hundred thousand. The same price point as this car. See, that's that car is cool. I like that one. Ah. The convertible's coming out soon. All right, let the convertible come out. Anyway, all right, all right. Doesn't all right. matter. I'll never afford it. Uh, Don't say never. Hey, one headlining stadium tour yeah. is all it's going to yeah. take. And that's not that big a deal. If right? I could do my goal, my like, doesn't matter. My comedy goals, like, if I could do theaters, if I could get to theaters, yeah. I would be jacked to the tits. Yeah. That would totally. be. Totally. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Um, but that's like my. 25 year plan i agree uh, yeah okay i'm with so, you so so in about i don't i don't know i when this comes out i will have to do this thing in like five days okay um a friend of mine sent me like an open call for like a movie or like some sort of documentary okay uh and like i'm a stand-up comedian so they were like they were like i recommended you you should go do this and so i i texted the director and he was like, just show up and talk for, you're going to talk for 15 minutes. We're going to ask you questions about like global finance. And it, yeah. And they're like, we just want your raw emotional take on whatever the fuck we're going to ask you about. Like no need to prepare. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, I'm a comic. I'm supposed to be, am I supposed to be funny? And they were like, I think there's inherently funny topics uh. that'll come up, but you don't have to like intentionally be funny or do bits. And this is an audition or is this like something you already booked? I basically- Are they paying you? I don't know. Uh, I don't know any of these things. I just okay. found out about this like two hours ago. Oh, okay. But they were, he was like, he's being like really vague. 
to the point where I'm like, you're like, what? Well, but you got recommended by a friend, right? And, did the, is the and friend, I trust the friend. The, trust does the, the friend. friend know the project or does the is the friend like just got a casting call for this and thought you would be good for it? I I don't know any of those answers. I think he trusts the director and the director seems like a stand up guy. But but the inter- I have a theory of what this is. OK, I think that they are probably casting for some sort. of You remember like the I love the 80s things on MTV? Yeah. Where they would talk about a cultural event, and then yeah. they have the talking heads of yes. the people. Yeah. I think they're probably casting for that, for something like that. I wish it was that cool. I'm not saying it's MTV, but I'm saying it's probably they're making some sort of documentary or film about some certain topics, or maybe it's just like pop culture stuff in the 2020s or whatever recent events, and then sure. they're gonna have this, 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 and then cutaways to five people, people like, me. People like you. Yeah. yeah, that's my but guess. That and I, if it was that, I would love it. But there's also the opportunity for the exact opposite to happen. Do you know that um, the GameStop documentary that came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb they're, Money. Or like Joe, or like the Joe Exotic. They're interviewing these people, and they're like making fun of how stupid no, they sound. No, but you're not involved in something near, like you're not. You're just a comedian. I know, but they could be like they could take what I'm saying and be like, look at how dumb America is. This is what your people think. Well, then they're not going to use you because you're not dumb. You're a fucking rocket scientist. I guess that's a, <laughs> I guess that's a good point. I guess that's a good point. That is a good point. I'm, they, they think, they know I'm a stand You are a rocket yeah. scientist, stand-up yeah, yeah. comedian. I think you can handle 15 minutes of talking without making yourself look like a fucking idiot. It's that's literally true. your job, and you are well qualified to do it. That's fair enough. Uh, so that's a really good point. Maybe I should trust myself. The other thing that crossed my mind was... This is how uh, uh, young uh, women and men get roped into oh, porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, just show up. Vague casting call. Yeah. No real, like, just we'll figure it out on the fly. There's a, and then 30 yeah. minutes in, they're going to be like, okay, now take your pants off. And yeah, I, yeah. Very, yeah, possible. It's possible. Then you say no, and then you, you know, stand your ground, and you say, no, I will not suck your cock. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, gonna have to do that. But uh, I'm gonna kill my comedian friend if that's what happens. That that would be. It's, but but the thing is, and this is the best part about being a comic. Everything bad that happens to you for the bit. Right. It's gonna be a funny bit. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. And so if it's a porn thing, you think blow him for the bit? No, no. <laughs> as much as I want to tell everybody to be and gay I never for, do, for the I bit, swear, I like I wouldn't do this. I love my wife. Um, I'm not telling you to blow him for the bit, but I think that if the crossroad, if you meet the crossroad See where where interview turns to blowjob, I think that that is a very funny dismount point to then have a funny story. But I totally, dismount. I'm yeah. totally with you. Like growing up doing, because I I was uh, more into acting before I got into comedy, uh-huh. and you know I I would get casting emails for things that were really weird. Like there were yeah. certain things because you there's a on some of those casting websites you list like skills you have or like certain reasons maybe they want to use you or. Specific um, rare things that you own. Okay. And so I always said that I had like a nice car and it was a stick. A picture, and it a was picture of me next to a Porsche. A picture of me next to a Porsche. Yeah. And like, a convicted. I'm easily, I'm very impressionable. Molester. Yeah. Uh, that's what you, that's but rare thing you own. I remember one time I got a casting thing that was like, we, we love your look. Uh, we really want to cast you. We need to use your car for the shoot. Uh, you need to be in a sketchy part of downtown at like 7 p.m. in a couple days. And it was like an account that didn't have any sort of legitimacy to it. And I immediately just told them like, no. And I, cause my dad has always been in this industry and has taught me to be smart, but it's like, I have been cast for certain things without giving any audition. And almost always those things turn out to be scammy or weird. Sometimes they turn out okay, but if it's like, no, 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 but you're not cast. It's an audition. But I no, it's people, not an audition. It's not an audition. I got it. Well, it's not. They're interviewing. But I think you're. A but lot it's of different. It's. T- it's. But you. You. Are. Um, it's also a documentary. This is when I was doing this was a kind of in an age before social media was such a powerhouse. Uh-huh. You've legitimized yourself via your social media to at least like somebody can look at your thing and be like, yeah, he's a su- succeeding comedian. He's succeeding. You know, different fucking. There's different. Yeah, levels sure. to that yeah i would say that you're succeeding i think that it's easy for somebody to say okay he's he is a comic yeah we like him it there would, is enough available to say we like the way he sounds we like his look he's fine it would be hard for somebody to say i'm not a comedian if you looked at my online yes yes. yes so i think it'll be that does not mean successful i mean tune in next episode to find out how this goes 
right? Yeah, if I don't get murdered. And if you do get murdered, turn in, tune in next episode for the casting call for me to find a new host. <laughs> I know we brought this up multiple also, times. Also, yeah, my child needs a father at that point. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not worried about the kid. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for tuning into the Pleasure Well podcast. As always, uh, you can message the Instagram or email us at pleasurewellpod at gmail.com if you have any questions or anything you want to talk to us about. We would love we would to read love your emails and talk, them, but we would yeah. love, if, if I don't get an email in the next couple weeks, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Right. There are a lot of listeners out there, and I appreciate every single last fucking one of you. Chris, any final words for our listeners? We love you, blowholes. Keep blowing. And you know what that means. God, we're so good at this.